I'm so thankful today there is not only was there power in the name of Jesus, but there still is power in the name of Jesus. And I know today we talk about the fact that Easter Sunday, and we, uh, I think we all have a good understanding what that represents. Um, although, just a side note, uh, the, that the idea of Easter Sunday, uh, we some biblical things in there that you might, ever, you might want to take a look at one day. Just, I'll leave it at that. Uh, but we're celebrating today the fact that he died and he rose again. Um, but I'd like to challenge you for just a few moments today, maybe on a little further understanding of really what that's about. And uh, ultimately, not just looking at the cross and the resurrection from the standpoint of salvation, which it is a huge part that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We understand that. We know that. We believe that. We've experienced that. But today, I want to take that a step further. Because you know what? All of that is great, and I don't diminish that. And it sounds like I'm being, I'm trying to dismiss it. I'm not at all. But all that is... Um, of no consequence if it's not a part of my life. And maybe I want to challenge you today to maybe go beyond that. The cross in Calvary and the resurrection of Jesus Christ is not just an opportunity for us to have a, a weekend where we can celebrate with our families and, 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 and in some ways Easter has become sort of the unofficial uh, marking of spring. And so uh, I was out yesterday for a few minutes. We were doing some things, and I was trying to get some stuff done. And I, I, it was absolutely in the area that we live in. It was, it was pandemonium. The best way I could say it. Yeah, just, there were people everywhere, and uh, there was so much activity. And um, stores were crammed, and um, I mean, people were fighting over the last few Easter baskets and the last few chocolate bunnies and uh, the last few peeps and. I uh, went by Walmart, and the candy aisle had been absolutely just ravaged. There was like nothing left. And um, there were people everywhere. And I know it was a Saturday, and COVID is starting to, people are starting to get out more. And so I get that. But but it was a different, there was so much activity happening. And, and I, I'm not knocking any of that. I was a part of that. I was trying to get stuff done, too. Yesterday was a busy day for me as well. I was trying to get stuff done. So I'm not knocking that at all. But I got to stop for a moment and go, you know what? I don't know if Calvary and the cross and all that was entailed was just so that we could have a, a holiday weekend or a celebration of the, of the coming of spring. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't do that. I mean, we've, we, we do things. We have some family traditions that we do every Easter for our children that are part of our family. Today, we're going to sit down and have a nice meal together as a family and cele celebrate the, our family time and the aspect of that. And I know with COVID, there's some difficulties of getting together, but a lot of families will be getting together today. And I'm not speaking ill of any of that, please. I'm a participant in that. <laughs> so, excuse me. So this is not a knock on that, but I want to go beyond that today. I want to go beyond Easter, you know, Easter Sunday and the, the pomp and circumstance and the religious part that we do because Easter and we go to church and we dress up in pastels and 
We go here, we, go, we do that. A lot of people are flooding churches today because it's Easter and that's their sort of holiday that they go to church and uh, some are doing it out of sincerity, some are doing it purely out of obligation. Uh, but when I live my life, I'm not living from Easter to Easter. I live every day. I want to challenge you today to go beyond that. And uh, I want to show you something here this morning that will, sh that will maybe challenge us to go a little beyond where we are now and maybe look at the cross from a little further than just the Calvary and an empty tomb. But maybe we can take that and actually get it in our life. Take a watch. Ryan, hey, I saw you on the side of the road with that cop. What happened? Yeah, you got me going 30 over in a school zone. What? Are you crazy? Why would you do that? Well, obviously I was in a hurry. Uh, you must have got a huge ticket. Oh, no, because I had one of these. What is that? Well, this is my God in the box. I opened up the lid and uh, God took care of all my problems. He even had the cop apologize for pulling me over. <laughs> Seriously? I'm surprised that little thing worked. Oh, yeah. Works for me all the time. No, that is dumb. Okay, tell him. Yeah, what you need is a super-sized God in a box, baby! Wow! I know! That's awesome! Yeah! Come on, you guys don't really think you can put God in a box. Well, of course. He's there for whenever you need him. But you need him all the time. Laura, you can't walk around town with God all hanging out and exposed everywhere. I mean, people would see that. Well, isn't that what being a Christian is? I mean... People need to see God. Okay, Laura, think about it like this. Let's say you and God go out to Burger Bonanza one night. You order a burger with no pickles, but they bring it out with pickles. Oh, I hate that. Okay, enough to ruin your night. So, at this point, you're going to want to tuck God back in the box, and then you raise your voice a little bit with the worker. And maybe the manager overhears you, and he comes and he fires the worker. And when everything's taken care of, you just pull God back out. He doesn't know any different. Have a good night. Nice. No, of course he knows differently. Listen, you can't just put God away when you don't want him there and then pull him back out when you do. It doesn't work like that. God wants a relationship with you all the time. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, what you're talking about is for perfect people like Jesus. And the Pope. Right, and Mother Teresa. I mean, we're normal people. Yeah, I don't even think I could live like that. So you're telling me you can live without God? Yeah. Can you live without God? Um, yeah, it's easy. Can you die without him? Can you die without him? Come on, guys. You can't live without him either. God in a box. That's what I want to challenge you with today. Is God in a box? And I know that sounds like a funny question or something uh, interesting about Easter, right? Let's, let's talk about the resurrection. Let's talk about the death, the burial, all of those things. That's, that's what Easter is about. But, but really, let's talk about every day that's not Easter. Because you know today, it, it's obvious. We stop, we recognize that he's lived, he's died. That's great. But far too many days, we have God in a box. You see, there's two things that happen in this sort of Easter story that we talk about and this uh this 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 celebration that we're partaking in today <clears throat> there's two main events that to take place <clears throat> excuse me there's two 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 aspects because you see man has always been trying to put god 
in a box. Man has always been trying to define, because you see, a box, those of you that remember years ago, I did something called what's in the box. This is not what that is. Uh, that boxes define, boxes contain. <clears throat> this box, <coughs> last year we moved into, uh, excuse me, <coughs> got a tickle there in my throat. <clears throat> last year, uh, literally a week before COVID hit and we were in quarantine, my wife and I and our family had moved into our home. And um, so we had an entire house filled with boxes. Uh, we must have had, oh, 30 boxes. And this is leftover uh, from that move. We, let, we kept several of them because they were good quality and we could use them for uh, different uh, things that we did. But if you look at this box, uh, you can't see it here, um, but this box, my wife did the packing and she was super organized. And this box has living room. I'm not sure if you can read that on the screen, but this has living room, family room, pictures, frames, and I believe that says decorations. It's abbreviated. And this box has uh, writing on it to define the contents of the box. But the great thing about this box when you're moving is, and we, we got some good boxes. Home Depot, went to Home Depot because we got the boxes with the handles because they were easier to carry and they were, they were a little sturdier, so it was a lot easier to, to, to manage and we could stack them. And, and it was great because what was in this box and was defined by this box, and this box is 15 inches tall, 22 inches wide, and 16 inches deep. And so... This box can, has contents in it, and it's framed. And, and when we were moving, we could put the contents in there and carry it from house to house. We, we, lived, we, uh, we had a stopover between our uh, moves. We, we had sold our house, and we were looking for a new home, and so we had a stopover. We lived for a few months with my parents, and so we had all of our stuff in storage and in boxes. And so this box uh, helped define and carry things, and it was portable, right? Because, you know, imagine trying to move with no boxes. It would be terrible. You know, you're, if, you, if you ever want to know how much stuff you really have when you think, well, I don't really have a lot of stuff, just try to move. Uh, and you will find when you move, you uh, stuff, uh, for some reason, if you put two items in a closet and you shut the door, when you open up that door five years later, those two items have had babies, and what started off as two items, when you open it up, somehow those two items have had a lot of children and you've got stuff everywhere. And so when you're, when you're moving, you're like, man, how did, I, how did I get all this stuff? I think I read this recently that the average American household has 300,000 different items. And you go, oh, no, that's, a, that's, a, that's there's no way that's possible. I, can, I don't have that many. You may not have it, but I guarantee you, like, for example, one with the box, two with the chair, uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 with the chair I'm sitting on. Just right here, in the, what you can see, there's 16 items. And if you multiply that over your house and every drawer, every little nail or lost key, it adds up, right? You got thousands of items in your home. Can you imagine trying to move with no boxes? 
So if you're moving or you're trying to organize, and I know some of you are very organized people, and so you like things in certain places, I guarantee if you're organized, you love using a box because a box helps contain, a box helps define. A box is something where you can take a bunch of stuff that's not related, put it in a box, put a lid on it, and it looks neat, looks clean. It's portable. It's, it's something you can put away. You can pull it out. We have a box. My wife is very organized, so we have a box in our house that's labeled emergency. And so if you go in there, we've got batteries and flashlights, and in case there's a power outage, We've got that stuff. We've got another box in our house that's uh, um, got uh, bandages and, and cleaning uh, um, um, uh, alcohol and all kinds of stuff in case there's a cut or a spill or someone is riding their bike and falls down. We've got a box for that. And we've got other boxes around the house where we've organized, or my, I say we, my wife has organized um, all of these things so that we have a place and we defined it. We've put it there and we can put it away because you don't always need it. You, you don't always have a cut every day. You don't always fall off your bike and, and scrape your leg and you need a, a, a bandage or cut yourself with a knife when you're cooking. So you put that box away because you want to know where it's at when you need it. And if you, you know, a couple days ago, we were doing some things around our house and uh, my wife got her finger and she started to bleed. And uh, she said, can someone go grab um, a Band-Aid? And because our Band-Aids were in a box, uh, we knew exactly where they were. And we went upstairs and got the Band-Aids because we needed it. And it was in a box and it was exactly where it was placed. And when you needed it, you could find it versus, you know, if you didn't have a box, Band-Aids could be spread everywhere. And then you're bleeding all over the place and you're trying to find a Band-Aid. You can't find one. And even the Band-Aid is in a box. You have a box and a box of Band-Aids. So even the Band-Aids have a box for them. And and we like that. We like we like the idea of that. We, 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 there are some of you probably that are more like me that uh, clutter is just sort of, you know, don't clean up my stuff because I won't know where it's at. You know, clutter is okay uh, it, for me. It, 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 if it gets too neat, I may lose it. So uh, I'm, I'm opposite of that. But for a lot of you, you live better with stuff defined. But here's the problem with that. When you take that mentality and, and, and you take it to God, we, we love having God in a box. God in a box is so awesome to us because, you see, a box can contain. We can say to God, God, you can have from here to here in my life. You can have from here down there. You can have from here back to here. And this is your space. And like the video showed, which is a little was a little goofy and corny, I know, for some, but, but it really kind of hit, hit to the matter, right? When, when we need God, we go, okay, God, oh, come out. Come out, God. I need you. Come on out here. Uh, okay, good. Hey, uh, I've got a need today. Um, oh, I've, I've, I've sinned today. I need you to, I need my box. Where, you know, like the cut you have with the Band-Aid, you go run to the box and get the Band-Aids and you bandage yourself up because you don't want blood. So I've sinned. i got to go to the sin box to get God out of my box so I can get him to bandage me up because I've, I've had some sin in my life. Or, or maybe I'm dealing with depression or frustration or maybe I'm having a bad day or, or, or maybe I'm overwhelmed with life or maybe I have a financial need or maybe my husband and my wife, my wife and my, my, or my husband were fighting and we were just we're at each other. So we got to get God. Hey, yo, woo, God, get out of the box for a minute. We need you. And we open up God for a moment 
And we let God out of his box. And then we say, okay, God, we need you. I need you, God. I need you. Okay, God, thank you. Boom. Put you back in the box. And so today, a lot of people got out, got the, and I'm not knocking any of this. Please don't take me wrong because I'm not knocking anyone's sincerity. So if you know somebody or if you're sincere and I'm talking to you and you think I'm picking on you, I'm not picking on your sincerity. I'm trying to get you to look beyond the moment because a lot of people today, they, they went, they got up, they went to their closet of life and they opened up the closet and they go, ah, Easter. I got to get my God box out. And so they got the God box out and, and you know, it's been a, it's been a little while. So let me get it all brushed off and cleaned up and we'll get all the dust off because God, you haven't been out in a while. You doing okay there? You do, you doing okay in there, God? You've been, I know it's been a long year and we've been through COVID, but, but it's, it's okay. Look, you got a hole up here. You can breathe. You're okay, God. Okay. It's Easter. Hey God, what are you doing? Come on out here, God. Yeah, that's it. It's it's Easter Sunday. Oh, God, you're so awesome. I thank you today for, for the cross of Calvary. I thank you today for the resurrection and the life. Thank you today. Boy, God, it feels so good to have you outside of the box. And then Monday's coming, right? We always talk about, don't worry, Sunday's coming. That's a big Easter message. Some will probably even preach it today. You know, wherever you are today, Sunday's coming. It may feel like Friday tonight. You might, you might be in the dark part of your life, but don't worry, Sunday's coming. Sunday's coming. Sunday's coming. And people are going to say that and go, yeah, Sunday's coming. And people are going to go, that's awesome. Sunday's here. Yes, it's a great day. Sunday's here. But let me flip that. Monday's coming. Sunday's coming and is here. But Monday's coming. And a lot of people are going to go, boy, God, I've really enjoyed you today. I really thank you for coming out and hanging out with me on Easter. Boy, it really made me feel good. I, I, I just, I got a big boost. And okay, you know, God, I know, I know. You, know, you should see us trying to put our dog in his kennel sometimes. He's scratching and clawing and kicking. And he's trying to grab the sides of the cage. And he's trying to kick at the door because he doesn't want to go in the box. I wonder if God does that. Okay, God, I, you know, thank you for being out here. Thank you for coming Sunday and being a part of Easter and for the sacrifice and for, for coming and, and dying for my sins and, and for having your back beaten and, 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 uh, and having your, 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 your hands nailed and your feet nailed and for being on that cross in agony. And, oh, thank you for resurrecting. I, I just, oh, you, you just, I, I, I love you so much. Now, can you, can you just, you get back in here for a little while. You'll be okay. I promise. I'll, I'll be back in a little while. You know, we'll be, we'll be, I'll be back. All right, God, you get in there. Okay, are you okay? Look, we got you a little, here, I got, I'll put the, I'll put the Bible in, in here. Oh, real quick, uh, can you go get my Bible? It's right over there. Can you get my Bible? It's right over there. We got, we got to make sure we, we make sure God's comfortable in here. Uh, so my assistant's going to help me out here for a moment. Thank you. Oh, look, God, we're going we're gonna to put this in here too because, you know, we know the word of God. You know, the Bible says in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. So God, we want you to have your word. So here, we're going to put this in there too. Uh, and we want to make sure you got that in there. So, boy, you're, how, okay, good. All right, put you back. Because Monday's coming. I got stuff to do. I got work. I got, you know, I got, I got a job. I got family. I got school. I got to pay bills. You know, I can't just 
sit around all day and just do God stuff. It's just, it's not, not, I really don't have that. And, and you know, this week I got stuff going on this week. I got some errands I got to run and, 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 um, you know, hopefully I'll have a few minutes this week to sit and chill and watch the show or watch some TV or, you know, um, you know, I mean, if you're a sports fan, tomorrow night, Monday night is the basketball, college basketball championship. So hopefully, I mean, I'd like to watch that. And, you know, I, I did my thing today. It was good. And, and, you know, God, thanks for coming and playing with us on Easter. Appreciate it. A lot of people are going to do that. And then some of us who have advanced beyond that because we have, we don't, you're going, I don't live that way. You're right. You don't live that way. But tomorrow you'll put God in the box. But next Sunday you'll go, oh, it's Sunday. Hey, God, how you doing? Oh, I just want to get this out. Oh, it still looks good. Let me see. Brush off. All right, God, come on. Let's go. It's Sunday. Huh? It's your day, God. Come on. Let's go. You know, when we come home after being away and our dog's been home and you open up the door and he's like, freaking out, excited, and you open up the cage, and he runs, and he jumps all over you, and he's, like, licking, and he's happy, and he's, like, you know, just wants, he runs around in a circle, and he just, he goes from person to person when we all come home, and he, he like, touches and rubs and jumps all over everybody, because he's excited to see us. You know, I kind of, is, is God like that? Like, hey, God, God's, like, jumping out, God, oh, it's been a long week in the box. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, it's so good. It's Sunday. Oh, it's my day. Oh, I can't wait to hear you sing. I can't wait to hear you pray. I can't wait to hear you give me thanks. Oh, it's going to be a great day. I'm out of the box today. Oh, and then Monday morning comes, and we're like, okay, God, I know you had a good day yesterday, and I know yesterday was a, a lot of fun. But God, I've got my life to live. And God, I got things to do and I've got places to go. And I, I've got so listen, I'm gonna need you to get back in the box. And and um I, look, oh, you know what? I okay, all right, I'll make a deal with you. Okay. Look, I know it's difficult, um, but I'm gonna make a deal with you. Um, how about I give you, oh, let me see how much, what I got I, tomorrow, got to be at work at eight. I get off at four. Boy, uh, I got to take, yeah, I got, we got to go to there. We got that planned and then, you know, I'll probably be tired by that time. So man, by seven o'clock, I'll probably get home about seven, but I'm going to be exhausted. So let me see here. Seven. Grab some dinner. Ooh, I'd like to be able to sit down for a few minutes and watch a show or something to get, you know, because I'll probably need to deprogram. By nine o'clock, I'm going to be kind of worn, worn, you know, worn down. So, and I got Tuesdays, another long day. So, okay, God, here's what I give you. I got to be at work at set at eight. So I'll usually get up at 6.30. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to cut you a deal. Um... How about I get up at six and I'll let you out of the box for 30 minutes. Uh, and, um, you know, cause I know, I know, I know it's really hard for you to be in the box for six days and I know it's tough and I, I know I've been so busy lately and, um, you know, it's just been, I, I've been going through a lot lately and, 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 um, you know, you know this, right? Because we had, you died for me, right? But listen, you, my life's been busy lately. It's been tough. And I've been going through a lot lately. And i just been through some really dark times. And, you know, I'm battling with all this stuff. And so, 
you know, you know, it's, I don't mean anything by it, God. You know, you know, I mean, come on, you know my heart. You know I'm sincere. You know I'm sincere. So you know, I, you know, don't take it wrong. I know, I know, I know. I know I should be doing more. I know I should be fellowshipping with you more. But God, you understand. I mean, I go to work. I'm dealing with problems. I, my boss is literally driving me nuts. Or, I mean, my employees are just crazy. Or I just... You know, God, I've got to deal with customers every day. And, you know, I, you know, it's just, you know how difficult this is. Uh, it's just hard. So, I mean, look, I know you, you know, you, I know you love me, right? You love me. I'm your guy. We're, I mean, you said you loved me. We're tight like that. You died for me. So I know you got me. So listen here. Uh, look, uh, look, okay. I know. All right. I get it. All right. It's Easter, so I'm going to cut you a break. All right, so I'm going to say this. Because it's Easter, and you died for me, um, here's what I'm going to do for you. All right? Um, uh, boy, let me see. I don't think I can do 30. 30, getting up, that's, that's a little too much. All right, I know what it is. I'm going to get, listen, how about I give you, I'll still give you every Sunday, because I know Sunday's a big day for you, and so uh, I'm going to give you every Sunday. And... Because I love you so much, and we're tight like that, I'm going to give you, you ready? You ready? This is good. Oh, this is good. I'm going to give you my first 15 minutes every day. Oh, man. What? Oh, I know. Isn't it awesome? I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you. 15 minutes every morning. You can come out. We'll get the fellowship and we'll have a good time. But you know, I got to go to work and I got stuff to do, life to live. So I'm going to need you to get back in your box. But my mornings, you know, and you even asked me to seek you first, right? You said that thing, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. God, I got a lot of things I need adding to. So I'm going to give you 15 minutes. I mean, don't thank me yet, God, because I know, I know, you don't, you have no idea the sacrifice I'm making to give you that, I'm going to squeeze in you into my life for 15 minutes every day, don't thank me now, oh, but I will say, what, I forgot, I forgot, time out, I forgot, oh, I'm going to need you, I know that, I know, I know, um, I'm going to need you, uh, because probably this week, I'm going to have a couple really bad days or I'm going to have a, probably an emergency or two. So I'm going to need you not to get too comfortable in your box because when I open the box, I'm, 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 I mean, I'm going to need you there. I can't, I can't wait for you to get revved up. So I'm going to need you. So listen, I'm going to give, here's, okay, let's go back over my, my, my arrangement here. Okay. So I'm going to give you every Sunday, at least half the Sunday, because you know, we got, I mean, come on, it's good stuff Sunday, right? There's football, there's lounging, it's getting nice outside, you know, Sunday drive. You know that thing, God, you know, you created the sun and the, and the flowers and the, and the trees. I love those things, so I'd like to go enjoy them. But I'm going to give you the morning, you know, that's what I'm doing now. I'm giving you the morning, so, I mean, what more do you want from me? I mean, that's a lot. But I'm going to give you Sundays because that's what you want from me. So I'll, and I'm going to give you 15 minutes a day. Um, 
uh, 15 minutes a day. You know what's funny about that, God? They say that dumb commercial with Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. This is so funny. Like, I should say 15 minutes uh, could save you from uh, a flaming eternity in hell. And I should start that. Maybe I should make that a t-shirt, but you give, you'll get the joke later. So 15 minutes a day. And then, because I'm being so generous to you, here's what I'm going to need you for, uh, to do for me. I'm going to need you to be there uh, when I need you. And, and when I open the box, I'm going to need you right there. So whether that's for forgiveness or if I'm having a need or, you know, if I stub my toe or, you know, you know, I've had this issue with my neck for a while and every once in a while it flares up, gives me a headache. So if I ask you for healing, I'm, I'm going to need you to heal me ASAP. I mean, don't be, I don't need this stuff, you know, you know, I don't need this, I don't need this, uh, your grace is sufficient nonsense. I'm going to need some legit healing because, you know, been to the doctor's. I'm doing all that, so don't be giving me this nonsense. Your grace is sufficient. I'm going to need some actual healing. Uh, so, okay, are we good with that? We're okay? You know, we're good? You want to shake on it? I mean, how are we, how are we going to, is there an arrangement do we do? Do I give you like, oh, do I put my, do I put my hands together like this? Should I, how about, do I lift my hands? Like, what, what can I do just so we can, we can, we can make this deal happen? I mean, what do you want to, what, what do we want to do? I mean, we going to pound it? Can you pound it? I mean, is there something we can do to make this, you know, hey, look, look, when I get a little extra, I'm going to get you a better box. I know it's a Home Depot box. You don't want to be hanging at Home Depot. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get you a better box, okay? You know, I'm going to spend some money. I'm going to get you a really good box, you know, not some virtual box, not some virtual box. I'm going to get you a real box, real fancy box. We'll put a steeple on that box too. We'll make it real nice. Put a steeple on it. And um, we're going to make that box look real good. Get some real comfortable padded chairs in there for you. Get a fancy sound system and get your real good box. And hey, look, you know, the, if your box is real nice, why would you ever want to leave your box, God? I mean, come on. You, I'll, I'll give it. I'll come visit you at your box. How about that? Right? Because I know you love, you like hanging out in those boxes. So I'll come visit you. So Monday morning comes along, right? And we go, oh, wake up morning, Jesus. It's a morning. Good morning. Oh, let me look it up here. Let me get this. Uh, oh, let me turn here. Get some good juicy ones in here. Let me get a good juicy one here, God, because I know. Oh, there we go. Psalms 19. I just, that was awesome. The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where the voice is not heard. Their light has gone throughout all the earth. Their words to the end of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun. I love this stuff. Oh, let's keep going. This is good stuff. Oh, this is good. I, oh, how much time I got? 11 more minutes before my 15 minutes is up. Oh, let me see. Oh, I like this. Psalms 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul make it their both in the Lord. The humble shall therefore and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Oh, that's awesome, God. I love your word. I love you. I love it. You're so awesome. Thank you. And my time's up. Okay, 15 minutes. Okay. I, it was great this morning, God. You and I were tight. Remember, I'll be back tomorrow. Hang tight. Although I may need you later today, so be around. Don't, don't fall asleep on me because I could come back. I, I may need you. And then we do it again. And we live this way, and it's okay with us. I know I'm being kind of goofy today. It's not a very posh Easter message. But this is how we live, and we're okay with that. 
And we sit here today on Easter Sunday and we tell God how great he is, how much we love him, how awesome he is, as long as he is okay with living in our box. And we got God in the box and that's okay. But you see, two major things happened in the, on, on this weekend in the Bible. Because man has always tried to put God in a box. Whether it's a box of your own making or it's a religious box. It doesn't matter what label. I don't care if whatever, the, I don't care how fancy the box is or I don't care what it looks like. It's a box. Don't, you can't, you can't deny. A box is a box. Well, my box is better than your box. It's a box. I don't care if your box has a steeple on it. I don't care if your box has padded pews. I don't care if your box has a sound system and uh, fancy lights and smoke and mirrors. I don't care if your box has any of that. It's a box. Because you got God in a box. But two things happened on this weekend in the Bible. And that is the Bible says that when Jesus finally echoed the words, it is finished. The Bible says the veil of the temple was torn, meaning the place that God had allowed or had defined by, he had, that's the only time God had put himself in a box. He had defined it by the holiest of holies and the Ark of the Covenant and had put himself in this defined box. And that was the box. And he says, you want a box? I'll give you a box. You want a box? I'll give you a box. So he gave a box. He gave him a tabernacle, gave him a temple, and God dwelled in a box. But it got a point in time where God did not want to be in a box any longer. And so the Bible says when he said, it is finished, the veil of the temple was torn. And then what did they do? They took the dead, limp body of Jesus Christ off the cross. They carried it and put it in another box and rolled the stone over that box and said, well, that box in the temple has been broken, but now we'll put your body in this box. But I'm so thankful today that three days later, Jesus said, I got out of that box and I'm not going to stay in this box. And the Bible says that the ground began to shake. The angels of God rolled off the stone. And for the last time in history, God was defined by a box because the tomb was empty. The box was empty. The temple, the veil of the temple was empty and God no longer wanted to be defined by a box. So you and I, 2,000 years later, shouldn't try to put God back in the box that he got out of. We celebrate today and we say, we're so glad he has risen. People posted it. He is risen. He is risen. He's risen. But what's hilarious is we high five him. God, you're risen. Oh, oh, this is awesome. You're alive. He's alive. He's alive. There's a song he said, celebrate Jesus, celebrate. Oh, celebrate Jesus, celebrate. He is risen, he is risen, and he lives forevermore. He is risen, he is risen. Come on and celebrate the resurrection of our Lord. 
That's a song we sing. Great song. I like that song. But the problem is we celebrate. He's risen. Celebrate. And then we go, yay. But you know, God, that tomb you were in, that box, you know, you got out of it. But if you wouldn't mind, would you mind going back into it every once in a while? Because I'd sure like to live my life. Can I tell you today, don't let your relationship with Jesus Christ be defined by a box. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you would get a hammer out today and break the box that you have let God be in and you've let God and you've been okay with and you finally say, God, I'm not giving you a box existence, but I'm giving you everything. Because you see, the healer's in a box, but the healing needs to happen outside the box. The deliverer's in the box, but you need deliverance out of the box. The, the, the one who can, who, can, who, can, who can set the captive free, who can mend the brokenhearted is in the box, but you've got brokenhearted in chains here. So what's the first thing you got to do? You got to say, God, I'm sorry that I put you in a box. I'm letting you have out of the box because you know what? Easter's here. Great. But Monday's coming. Monday's coming. Monday's coming. So when you wake up in the morning, check and see if you still got a box. You can say today, I don't have a box. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have a box. I don't have a box. I don't have, you have a box. I don't have a box. Box, 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 box. Because of course, today, everybody's letting God out of the box. It's Easter, right? That's what we do. We're letting God out of the box. But tomorrow morning, what happens when Easter's gone and you've had your fill today of God out of his box? You're like, okay, God, that was good. But it's time for you to get back in your box. Will you put God back in the box tomorrow? Or will you say, God, I'm not going to let you any longer be defined by the box. But today, Father, by your power and your grace and your mercy, I'm going to not only empty the box of everything, but I'm throwing the box away. Now your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I will hide your word in my heart. If I'm going to put your word anywhere, I'm not going to put it in the box. I'm going to put your word in my heart. The Bible says that he inhabits or dwells in the hearts and lives. That when he came and he resurrected and he went into heaven, he said, I will not leave you comfortless, but I will come and send the comforter through my spirit to dwell in you. So God says, listen, I'm, I'm, I don't want to be defined by a box. I want to in you I want to be in you so I can flow out of you you know that's the amazing thing about the Holy Ghost the Holy Ghost the Bible says in John chapter 7 that out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water so the Holy Ghost is not just an infilling it's an outfilling because here's the problem if it was just an infilling then that would put God just in another box it might be the box of a human, right? I know the Bible says that in the longer temple that we we are the temple of the Holy Ghost and that we, our bodies, are the temple of the Holy Ghost. But God doesn't want a defined temple. He wants a free-flowing temple. So when you receive the Holy Spirit, you're not receiving the inflow. You're really receiving the outflow because if all you got is the inflow, you've just taken God out of one box and put him in another box. But when you've received the outflow, you're saying, God, not only are I not put, I'm putting you in me, but I'm going to let it be an outflow because it's not a box, but it's an ever flowing river of living water. Praise God. I know today is Easter Sunday. I know today is a resurrection. Let's talk about the death, the life of Jesus Christ. Let's talk about the fact that he was on that. Let's talk about the nails. Let's talk about the thorns. Let's talk about the beating. Let's talk about the cross. Let's talk about it is finished. Father, forgive me. 
Why have you forsaken me? Let's talk about that stuff. Let's talk about the tomb. Let's talk about the grave. Let's talk about, let's talk about uh, Mary going to the tomb and finding him there. Let's talk about that stuff because I love that stuff. I can talk about it. And then when it's all said and done, I can put it back in my neat little box and I don't have to think about it. It doesn't affect me, but I've got, I know, I know. I love that stuff. Let's talk about it. No, let's talk about your Monday, your Tuesday, your Wednesday, your Thursday, your Friday, your Saturday, your Sunday. Your Monday, your Tuesday. Let's talk about your 24-7, 365, that God is not a God in a box. If I've learned anything the last year, I've been sitting here the last year staring at a camera after spending the first 39 years of my life um, and the last 12 years, 13 years as a full-time pastor this last year, I've sat here in my basement talking to you through a camera. But if it's taught me anything, it's taught me that God is not defined by a box. I sat and wrestled. We, we wrestled with things this morning, trying to find the mind of God. And I guess the struggle... One of the struggles I had with today, and I don't mean this condescending to anybody, I feel like Easter is just a fancier box for most people. You know, we take God out of his everyday cardboard box and we put him in a fancier box, but it's still a box. You know what I love about what I'm doing here today? As much as it's so still surreal to me to be sitting here uh, doing it virtually like this, and I'm sure for you as well, it doesn't seem normal and there's a part of it that's is this really right you know what i love about this is that god's not in a box today god's in your living room god's in your bedroom god's in your car you might be sitting outside on a park bench today god is there don't let him out of the box today and then put him whatever you need today he's able if you need healing deliverance freedom hope all of those things God can give. But don't just let them meet the need and then put them back in the box. Don't say, God, hey, thanks for, you know, thanks for hanging out with me today. I'm going to need you to get back. Don't do that. But find that true relationship with Jesus Christ. That's every day. I, I, I didn't know this. But over the last year, especially... Because being completely virtual like this, it took away some of the big boxes I had in my life that now God started showing me a lot of the little boxes. And I have to tell you, it was, it was tough. Because God has shown me, I have actually quite a, quite a few boxes that I have in my life. I... I I got really good at compartmentalizing God. I had created some lines in my life without even realizing it where, where this was my side, God, that's your side, and here's the line. And so I'd appreciate if you don't mess with my side. And I'll hop back over the line every once in a while and give you your part. But, you know, this is, this is our arrangement. And I, I assumed God was okay with that. I thought God would be cool with that, but he wasn't. So the last year, God has been breaking and opening and destroying every box that he can get his hands on and that he's still going. And still today, this morning, there's more boxes. He's still looking at in my life and saying, okay, what about this box? 
but maybe you don't even realize today. Maybe you're brand new today and you, the first time you don't know anything. You're like, I don't even know if I have a box. Maybe you don't have a box from a religious standpoint, but maybe your box is the fact that you've never really even had a chance, an opportunity to see the reality of God. So you've created a box without realizing it. And that's the box of, well, you're indifferent. Well, I'll, you know, maybe I'll try God. Maybe I'll look at the, you know, a lot of people talk about this Christian box. I should try it out. Maybe that's you today. Maybe you don't even realize, maybe you're going, I don't have a religious box. I'm not even religious. I don't even go to church. Right. But you might still have a box. It might be a doc, box of fear, a box of doubt, a box of unbelief, uh, you know, a box of hurt, whatever it is. And, you know, God is in, whatever it is today, don't put God in a box. If, if Easter represents anything to us today at all, let it be the day that God finally broke the mold of every box. On the cross, he tore the box of the temple. But on the resurrection day, he tore the box of the tomb and it was resurrected never to be confined again. Let's not 2,000 years later put him back in the tomb that he got out of. Whatever our justification or reason for it is, God was not resurrected to be put back in a box. So I tell you today, for those of you that are watching wherever you are, whatever your situation is, whoever you are, I challenge you with this. It's not about today. What about Monday? Sunday's coming and Sunday's here. And we can celebrate the fact that he's arisen. But I'm telling you today, Monday's coming. What's, what's Monday going to look like? What's Monday going to look like? Is Monday going to be another box existence? Father, I thank you today. By your help and grace, Lord, today I've tried to speak everything you've given to me. I've tried not to add to or take from. And Lord, ultimately, this has been your word. You've spoken this. And Father, to whomever has been listening, whatever seed has been sown in any heart today, I pray in Jesus' name that you would speak into their heart today. You said you stand at the door and knock. What if that's not a door today, God? But what if you stand at the lid of the box and you knock? And you're saying, hey, listen, would you let me out of the box today? Would you let me out of the box? Would you let me out and I'll show you who I am? Will you let me out of the box and I'll show you what life with me really is like? That, my, that life with me is life more abundantly. But as long as you keep putting me in this box, you'll never be able to, 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 to know the fullness of my grace and my peace and my joy and my righteousness. So I stand today at the lid of the box and I knock. Would you open up your box and let me out today? Father, I pray in Jesus' name that your word would go into the hearts and lives of those that are watching and that they would be touched today by the power of your word and by the resurrection power that lives in us and through us today and that they would come to know you in a greater way and they would find you in a greater way and they would experience you in a greater way, in a way that's not defined by any box, but you would make the reality of who you are known to them right where they're at today. In Jesus' name.
We give you praise and glory and honor today in Jesus' name. He stands at the... He, he, he's knocking. I know the scripture says he stands at the door and knocks. If any man would answer, open the door. I wonder today if we could just change that. He knocks at the lid of your box. Oh, it's God. It's God. I'm knocking. Would you let me out today? I want to show you who I am. But I can't show you as long as you keep putting me back in this box. But if you would open up the lid of that box, you would open up the lid, I'll show you who I am. But I'm not going to break the box from the inside. I'm not going to break the box from the inside. You're going to have to open up the lid and let me out. And let me show you who I am. God bless you. So thankful you could join us today. I pray in Jesus' name that you are blessed, that you are touched, that you are challenged, but more importantly, that you find Jesus and the reality of who he is in a greater way. And then tomorrow when you wake up, you go, God, no box today. I want you to go with me everywhere. I want you to be with me, and I'm not going to put you in a box today. I want you to be the center of my life. If you do that, it will change your life forever and you'll never be the same. Try it. Just try it one day. Just do it one day. And I guarantee you, if you do it one day, you'll go, you know what? I never want to put God back in another box again. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. Once again, just want to wish all of you a happy Easter. And I pray in Jesus' name that you have a wonderful day and stay safe. God bless you.